0: And welcome! It's yet another a star to steer her by. Your favorite Star Trek podcast, where we're, we're watching the whole damn thing, especially Voyager, which you're watching right now with episode two hundred and sixty-four. Yeah. Woo. Wow. So, of course, by by after all this time, you know this is Ames. This is Caitlin.
1: Jake. And new and introducing. Oh wait, no, it's still Chris.
0: Original flavor, Chris. Ooh. And
1: Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm Radical. Or, whatever.
0: Speaking of Radical, let's talk about these two episodes we're covering this week, which are... Radical. Favorite Son, and Before and After. Okay, Favorite Son. Wowzers! Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we're uh, we're flying around in space, and uh, these women compel us to their planet, and uh, they make us age, make the men age really quickly, and hide in an urn. No, wait, that was Lorelei's signal. Shit. Yeah. All right, hang on, hang on. I got this one. We're we're flying around in space, and we go check out this planet, and it's full of all women, and there's a, a group of men who they kind of seduce all the time, and oh no, wait, I think I'm. A, I, this is Angel One.
1: Yep, 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 Shit, yep.
0: that one's Angel 1. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, we gotta know, mm-hmm. we, I, I gotta remember which episode this is. I'm pretty sure this is an episode where we're flying around in space, yep. and suddenly Spock doesn't have his brain? Right, right! Wait, no. Oh, right, that was just, they were kidnapped, his brain was kidnapped by a planet of all women. Okay. I think these
1: ones stole Tuvok's knees. They needed uh, knees. Uh,
0: Neelix's lung. <laughs> Alright, but, but for realsies, for realsies, God, this episode is like a mishmash of all episodes we've seen before. Uh, favorite son. Some folks born made way to wear
2: the flag. Ooh, that red, white, blue. <laughs> oh, shit, I think that's 14. And with a to the chief. Ooh, they ain't to at you. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no favorite son. Thank you, Jake.
0: Wow. That was an amazing voice you were doing. Okay, here's the real, here's the that's real, like, John analysis.
2: Fogarty voice.
0: All right, but for real, we're flying around in space. That part's still true. We come up with, with upon up these noob aliens, the Nasari, and then Kim, out of freaking nowhere, is like, fucking fire on these assholes! Here, I'll do it myself! Even though <laughs> Tuvok really shouldn't be letting me do this. No. Tuvok, do your fucking job. Boop, boop, boop! He starts firing on the Nasari. The Nasari start firing back. They chase each other around for a while. Kim is thrown off the bridge. Good. <laughs> and, you know, after a while, they come to, they've lost the Nassari, and, and they... Talk to Kim about this and like, Kim, what the fuck is wrong with you? And also, what's, what's up with your face? You kind of have all these new, like, trill spots almost, but half-assed. What are those about? He's like, I don't fucking know. But they go all the way down. And We check this out and suddenly, like... Kim, I almost said Trill, Kim has uh, <laughs> all, all these, like, new DNA modifiers, and they're saying, what the hell is wrong with that? Meanwhile, we figured out that the Nasari were, in fact, going to fire on us, and somehow Kim's premonition that, you know, this was going to go bad ended up being true.
3: Whoa. He's
0: still fucking court-martialed, guys. God damn it, Harry. And he says, oh, you know what we should do is hide from the Nasari over on this planet. Tarisia where I'm just compelled to go like a fucking salmon fish. <laughs> so we go to Teresia, and all these beautiful women in their flouncy orange gowns, really, really limiting po- co- color palette guys, they say, oh, Harry Kim, you're back. We missed you so much. You're a Teresian like us. And they say, ho Because it turns out Kim was an alien, and as an embryo, his Dadums must have gone and put his little embryo in his mommy. Gross. We see some flashbacks to mommy and he grew up a human so that one day he would grow up and realize I have to go back to Teresia now. Goes back to Teresia so now they've got some more new DNA to play with. It's unclear what their what their statement is, but it all it, it's all a fucking ruse because these women are bitches. <laughs> Where's the lie? I mean, it's, it's very Lorelai Signal in that they're, they're just here to lure men and they trick, trick them with lots of sex and many wives and so much watching Garrett Wong make out with women. Just a lot. Just so many. And it turns out this other guy, this other male uh, t- uh, supposed Taurasian on the planet, uh, not Albin, Taiman, one of the other chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tayman has recently got married to like three or five of their women And when Kim figures out, huh, they're not letting me leave Even though, it sh- you know, I should be able to leave if I want to Because I don't actually live here I want to go back to the Voyager, please uh, And they won't let him, so he goes to talk to Taemin, And whoops, they've sucked all the life force out of Tayman, Among other things, I'm sure Oh yeah And Kim says, okay, uh, Help I don't I don't want to be here and at the very last second for reasons the Voyager has managed to beam him out. I forget how
2: they blasted they just flew through the the shield around the planet.
0: Smart. Good mm-hmm. job, Voyager. They beam him back out. They say all right, let's get out of here. Hopefully the Nassari and the Teresians just fight each other and not us. And that's what happens. Instead of what I kept saying, which was nuke the planet from orbit. But that's the end of the episode. General we...
1: Order 24, do-da, do-da. General Order 24, yeah, kill the today. While.
0: I want more General Order 24. But we end mm-hmm. on Kim and Harry being... No, uh, wow. Tom and Harry having a cute scene, which they usually do. Mm-hmm. And me being kind of like, huh?
2: Mm. Yeah, I didn't mind this episode Um, I like the
1: one thing I was just like even knowing pretty quickly like oh yeah no this is this is bullshit they are going to kill him for his organs and such it was still just so like uncomfortable all the like women pawing at him mm. and the other guy and it's like I get it they're purposely doing like extreme male fantasy so that they'll be lulled but it's still just like I don't want to watch this
2: I'm creeped out was it really extreme male fantasy if nobody's ass was in his face (laughs)
4: What? Extreme, it seemed extremely what?
1: normal to me. Extreme male fantasy yeah. via network television oh, in the okay. 90s.
2: yeah. Total lack of face-sitting, but
1: all right. Like, those scenes were uncomfortable. Also, I am still convinced Harry Kim is ace, but...
2: The show doesn't seem
4: to think so. No,
1: it doesn't, but I feel like...
4: He was doing back handsprings away from those women fast, though, <laughs> so maybe he agrees. <laughs> I, should have that...
0: tim- I should have timed some of the kissing, because there were moments where it was like, and this is where they pull away, and he says, no, thank you. Nope, he's still got... He, yeah. He's just mowing that
1: face. Like, again, I get, I get it was the point, but I was still... I, there was something about the way they did the scenes that I was still like, even knowing this is part of a ruse, I'm
2: uncomfortable. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, a little bit much.
1: But I did love the backward somersault away from sex. That was amazing. And I immediately thought of the uh, Sir Galahad sequence from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> naughty, naughty suit. And then, and then he wanged the other one over the head. With what kind of looked like a chalice. So, even better.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Him just...
1: So, he ties one of the women up. Yeah.
0: Which I'm like, wow, there's so much kink in this episode. Right. a lot. Like, holy shit. Uh, He ties him up and, like, gags one of the women. And one of his potential wives. He's like, you said this could be hot. The other one's like... I don't know about this and then he just clubs
2: her yeah, with the, like, Holy God, with Harry. Big ass cup. It's amazing. I But then like so the other one, right, he had just put like this little thin piece of yeah, thin that fabric in her mouth and actually... she's like he's like
1: a like, uh, 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 noise. Like I mean you, you can just talk Well here's the thing, like <laughs> even if she couldn't make distinctive words, there was you nothing keeping scream. her from screaming. Yeah, like yeah. That was one thing I noticed, too. I was like, that is... That yeah, was a lame. That is not an effective... Like, again, it, it was over the tongue. It would probably prevent, like, proper enunciation, but not prevent just going, Ugh! I
4: like that this is a bridge too far. Everything else that we've seen in this stupid show, <laughs> but
1: this, this
4: is what we This is uh, too damn much. But I, I did like his little scheme. Enough.
1: He was like, All right, so they do that tying up thing. I can use that to my advantage. And then just, wang, You know, and it's like, This is great. Wham! Mm. <laughs> I wish I could say I'd done that on purpose, but <laughs> so I, I, you know, I love that. I loved, I loved his little escape scheme. You know, his fun times with Harry. I really, I, I did not pay enough attention to Harry Kim back in the day. Oh, well, uh, he's
0: been missing for the last several episodes.
1: Oh, but I mean, when I was a kid and watching oh, this show, I see what like, you mean.
2: Okay. I, I didn't remember like how delightful he can be. Mm. Mm. I was really waiting for like once he figured out what was going on. I was waiting for him to escape by doing the touch myself dance from Austin Powers <laughs> make the make the fembots <laughs> oh, <no>. heads explode <laughs> yeah the scene where he has God, to escape there's
0: so much
4: Austin Powers on this on this podcast it's we should Well
2: that's, that's, a, a, great, that's a great scene
1: we secretly have been sponsored by Netflix to mention <laughs> Mike Myers as much as possible as a way to subtly it's 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 subliminal advertising for the Pentaverate they don't want us to mention that directly oh fuck i just I don't know what the screw is.
4: It's a show that Mike Myers has apparently contrived based on a thing he made up for So I Married an Axe Murderer. And by all accounts, it
2: is terrible. Yeah, it, looks, exactly. it doesn't look good. Yeah, so Mike Myers it's not... is kind of worn out as welcome, I feel. he a little past his
1: pride. But to his credit, this is like the first thing he's done in ages, so like he kind of understood. What about the Shreks, he does
2: the well, Shreks. Well, live action thing. Anyway, this is not a Mike Myers podcast. The Shreks podcast. are good, though. I've well, only really seen one of them.
4: And the I, second uh, one's good too it's alright shut the fuck up it's great alright Anyway.
2: Yes.
0: I like Puss in Boots he's a good kitty <laughs> Oh, he is a good kitty
2: speaking of Puss in Boots talk about those outfits huh
0: okay go ahead I
2: don't know <laughs> they, they, were, like
0: they kind left of, a lot to the imagination am I right
4: they were kinda
2: TOS-y uh, they
0: looked a little bit yeah they looked exactly like any of the outfits from the Lorelei Signal
1: Yeah, yeah yeah which again appropriate considering all this like it you know yeah, no, the, the the whole scheme does feel a bit TOS like. His maybe, name. maybe
2: these are the aliens from the Lorelei sequence. There you there we go. Could be, and they just why came are they up. in the Delta Quadrant? Maybe they get around. I mean, it's been yeah. a couple hundred years. They could have made it there by then.
1: Really, uh, they gotta figure out though. Like, we gotta figure out a better way
2: to breed because, like,
0: are they even breeding or are they just sucking life for? Them? No, no she said they're that They're
2: sucking they needed so to... much cum. Oh god, they're just guzzling an entire human body's worth of cum weird yeah
4: they, they basically said that they need a lot of um, they, yeah, um they, calories or something no
2: they to, said they needed genetic material yeah genetic they seem to uh, they
4: needed
1: cum yeah, They yeah. they just straight up apparently just need pieces of cells which is too bad because otherwise again like hey come to our planet and like
0: we'll cut your hair
1: or, and jerk into a jar and
0: we'll take your skin flakes we don't like care.
2: here's what it would be it would be like you'd see the you'd see the guy and then you'd see a head go down and then it would cut to the scene of uh the dude that Damn drank the, that dra- drank drank the wrong cup <laughs> in uh, the yeah. wrong grail. In the guy uh, who chose yep. poorly in, in in.
1: See, I thought uh, he uh, looked state. like one of the corpses from the Brendan Fraser mummy after yeah. Emotep
2: had his way with them. Oh, Emotep. Hmm. Famous Com Guzzler.
3: Weird. <laughs> Oh,
2: no. Now the, here's the question. Oh
1: god! It's not that males <laughs> don't happen on this planet; Instead, they're very rare. So when they get yeah, one a lie, naturally, I, think it's a lie. I don't
4: believe anything they say. Yeah, when
1: they true. get, but if they get one naturally, do they like also
4: like kill? Well, kids? I assume they do what they do with. Um... <laughs> Never mind.
1: I mean, here's the thing: most <laughs> of what try they try say is a lie. Yeah, males a lie. must be rare, not non-existent, because a species wouldn't evolve that needs to suck genetic material well, from no, another. Oh I think
4: well,
2: it could.
1: Or, Unless they can steal it from women and
4: it still works. Or they've achieved perfection uh, by not needing men, frankly.
0: They're like the oh god, what are, what is the, the race in Legend of Zelda that's mostly women? But if they ever have like the, a the male Gerudos.
1: The, Gerudo, the Gerudos.
0: Yeah. And when they whenever they have a male it ends up being Ganon or something and he destroys the world.
1: But see they specifically go out and find husbands. Yeah. Like that's, that's true. they 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 get into that in um Breath of, the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yes, Wild, they yeah, do. they go out to find their. It's, maybe
2: it's more like so. Uh, and, and those oh. thighs, I just gotta mm. say. <laughs> Have
0: from... We seen the abs too. Yeah. Yes. Whom's thighs. The Gerudos?
1: Oh yeah. Mm. The yeah. Uh,
2: thunder thighs. But
1: maybe they like the Asari, where they can take genetic material from any gender. The what? Yeah. Uh, Mass the blue aliens from Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm, guess,
2: sure. I'm guessing it's like you know they're they're kind of like a like a parasitic type of organism in a way. Right, I guess not a parasite. What would would be the term? Symbiote. I think think no, symbiotes are a virus. There is there (laughs) is a term in nature for animals that take without like a cuckoo. Yeah.
4: No, that's parasites. Parasites take without giving. Yeah,
2: but there's um, it might I maybe that's just the the blanket term. I'm specifically thinking of like some kind of those those
4: wasps that lay eggs inside of caterpillars and
2: yeah.
0: No, we we're are we're mutually there's beneficial. There's
2: some kind of, some kind of they're, fish they're, or uh, bird or something that lays eggs in another... Coo- oh, yeah, the cuckoo. Oh, oh, the cuckoo. Okay, there you go.
0: They're cuckoos. These women are cuckoo.
2: They are cuckoo.
4: That's for sure, but Crazy. what woman isn't, am I right? Uh oh, cha-cha. You
2: know, if I was Harry Kim, though, I would have been out of there the second the only other guy there was fucking Boat Shoes there. Jesus <laughs> boat Christ. Boat Shoes! Yeah, Carrie Kim. That's good a, to was, see you, bud. Yeah, he was
1: immediately... <laughs> good to see a champ. Immediately immediately unlikable. Yeah, <laughs> like big time. I am not sad that he's dead.
2: And, and like, I love how when they're trying to convince Harry of this thing, fucking Bochu says, So I bet you were really good at math and music when you were a kid. <laughs>
4: <You're> fucking
3: racist. <laughs>
2: fucking racist. That was kind of shit. my first thought, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> And i been pitching like Harry Kim be like, oh, that's a lucky guess. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> Fucking honky. All honkies are the same, even when they're from space.
2: But your parents really pressured you to get A's, huh? Apparently his parents are tone deaf, though, so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I we was. Saw, oh, we saw Harry Kim's mom. Yeah, yeah. He looks pretty old to be his mom, to be honest.
1: It's the future, you know, they're having kids well under their well, And maybe that's
2: why they had to
4: do in vitro, like they were suggesting mm. they did. That's true. Well, actually, I guess that probably was just more alien planet lie, but still. It was. Well, regardless.
0: I mean, Harry did say that they had been trying and not, not succeeding. That's true. He's living for a while. He was Terms their
4: miracle him. baby. This Aww. is like
2: a, like a master class in cold reading, though, huh? It's like they just they oh, came yeah. up with this shit, and he's like, yeah, that's true. They weren't having a hard time conceiving. Their,
1: their virus is particularly good at attaching to nerd DNA. It's like, didn't you ever. Want to imagine you were special? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, what kid didn't though? Yeah, but it's especially strong. I feel like if you're a sad little clarinet dork.
4: It's wrong with playing clarinet. I mean, I never I played, played clarinet. I, was, I mean, you I did. Never, but I he did was decide. also
2: good at math, Caitlin. <laughs> wow, you fucking <laughs> loser! I know. <laughs> clarinet I'm aware. plus math. I mean I legit did not know you played clarinet. That's what i It was like only
0: in seventh or eighth grade and then I stopped.
2: Oh, but that makes you the Harry Kim of this podcast.
1: Because
4: people like
0: you talked her out of it. That was always true, Chris.
1: You know
2: the thing about kids and musical instruments is that (laughs) they're really bad at playing. Well here's the (laughs) thing. There's like a threshold when you're learning a musical instrument where it sounds good and people want to hear it, but everything below that threshold is absolute shit. like there's not there's no in between. It's not like you progressively get better and people are like, "Okay, okay." It's like people suffer through your music playing for As like you learn for like 10 years, to be like, "Oh, you're doing a great job." It's not, oh, ugh, it's good. They <laughs> suffer fucking through it for a decade or more and then like finally you get good enough to to actually be good and like there's so many kids that lose interest in that mm-hmm. window that like if you can eventually like that's why all mu- professional musicians are good at playing musicians because they fucking because they keep up with they it they kept up with it yeah. Yeah, yeah neat
1: but no you are right though that you're there's like you have to sit through this gradual improvement as opposed to and you to... know what's the
2: worst part the worst part is the encouragement <laughs> You have have these fucking lying piece of shit Adults going around being like Oh, he's so talented Can you hear him playing that saxophone? He's the best He's a a little I can't think of a saxophone guy right now Kenny G We got little Kenny G over here And he's so
1: good Listeners, if you've ever thought Man, these people Always talk about how they don't want kids. Now, can you see why?
4: We would be terrible parents. <laughs> I'd be great. This is more like ki- why kids don't want
1: I us. I would be so Good. fucking honest
2: with, with a child about their music playing that... They would they would really they cry would a lot. Te- that would be terrible. I mean,
1: honestly, like, end of the day, 50-50 thing, like, okay. Like, I would rather, if I had a kid, suffer through them playing music poorly than have a kid who's like, Daddy, I want to play soccer. Because I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta drive you though." You can't drive. <laughs> oh man! <So> <laughs> I have to go to your practices. I gotta go to have your to games go. and so, pretend so I care. We go, we go to
2: we go on walks up at this park up the street that has like baseball diamonds, mm. and we see like you know they're probably like between six and ten year old kids. Oh, playing. they're all terrible. They're so bad. Mm. Like not even like like you look like first of all, Jake runs out there like, and like kicks. Their oh ass. yeah, I'd be I'd beat them so hard at baseball, and I don't even <laughs> play baseball. Um but anyway, we look out there and there's like 20 kids on the field. They're not standing near any particular position. They're just all kind of milling around. There's like one coach like, that's because they're never going to hit the ball. Well, that's the thing, though. So why like, bother with the, the rest of That's the fucking coach's team? job. You have the coach to teach him, but the coach is just there lobbing balls, and the kid keeps swinging at them. That's how you learn. And they don't call you out. They just say, no, keep swinging. Keep swinging, little Jimmy. Eventually, you'll be on uh, the Red Sox. Fucking jerks. This has been
1: Encouraging Your Child Corner with Jake.
0: Yeah, that's why the the beginning of this episode, I was almost into this planet. I was like, "Oh man, yeah!" Because if you bring the embryos and you just transplant them on whatever planet, that means this is a planet free of children. That's true. But we never really get to see what they actually do because if they're like you know taking yeah. out all the genetic material, yeah. they're putting it somewhere. I'm assuming. Assumedly? I'm assuming
2: like they dump like an egg sack somewhere.
0: Okay. You Ew. Maybe they bud like Vilix Pran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Now, I'm not gonna,
1: like, even though I knew it was a, well, not a ruse per se, but I thought it'd be kind of, would have been sort of fun if maybe, like, it wasn't a complete lie. Oh, I have notes. Like, maybe he actually is part alien, but the catch is, yeah, you die in the process, which is why he needs to leave. But you say there are notes? Yeah,
0: so there are notes, because the writer, Lisa Klink... Oh, her again. Intended for Harry to actually learn in this episode that he is an alien. And he would just live on the ship as an alien. He'd have to do the makeup every week. And it would be something that his character, you know, develops over the course of the show. So you can see that where the producers would be like, no, let's not do that. Rick Berman screamed, not
1: development! Not something
4: well,
0: we have to remember week by week. More like
4: Harry Kim was like, I don't want to sit in the fucking makeup chair three hours every week so you can make me look like a half-assed trill. No,
0: Wong says he would have liked being an alien. He oh. would have uh, he would have been open to it because it would have allowed for more character development. Yeah, a, a thing most of the characters desperately need on this show.
1: Yeah, because that that is an idea is pretty cool. Again, if you still could have had the whole like I got to get out of here because I don't want to die thing and all that, but. Plus, then you maybe still could have had played with like he still has some occasional like extra knowledge that's just sort of built in, like especially now that Neelix doesn't know where they are, so often he just be like, "Ah, my alien brain, Captain. There's a really good hot dog stand on this planet." Yes,
4: yeah, but at some point it just become wouldn't it just be sort of become like Linda thinking she's a psychic in Bob's Burgers, and you'd have to be like. Trying to perform all the time and like no shit. I don't
1: know, but yeah, that, that would have been cool if they kept that. And I actually, I have to agree with Neelix. I thought the spots were fetching. Although, yes, they also did look semi-trillish.
0: But the what's were what the spots, spots, spots were,
1: were fetching. fetching? Oh, the
0: spots. Here, here, that's what that's what Torres said. Oh, so yeah, Neelix said that at the end. Yeah. Torres said that he looked like a speckled targ, and I thought yes. that
2: was cute. Here's what I here's what I don't get. Tell us. So earlier in the episode, when they're fir- when they first get find this information out from the the, the sorry whatever um, wow. they go to the doctor and the doctor confirms it and then he says oh and I looked back at past bioscans, and it looks like it was just dormant or he says something like that yeah yeah but then it later was, th- it was
4: hiding out as this other thing
2: yeah but then later in the he's like no I checked I checked his last transporter trace and there's no sign of the DNA until this particular date.
0: Yeah, I was lost that so too want, because he had seen it once. Yeah,
2: so you you are you looked before but and you confirmed it.
0: Did he just start looking back further before the date where he got it's infected? Almost, it's probably it was, like a
2: plot hole. Like maybe between the time that Clank wrote it...
1: Yeah. And the time it made into production,
2: like that detail changed. And they forgot to. And they forgot to pull that doctor line out. But yeah, you could also just write it off as like, yeah, he
1: like checked. It's like, all right, I'll check a few previous ones, but just didn't go back quite far enough. Uh, We've all done that, you know, kind of half assed our job. Admittedly, he's not programmed to half ass, but he's growing. You know? That was one of his subroutines. I half ass shit now sometimes. Good luck. Some days
2: I'm Gandhi. (laughs) Weird dog.
1: Some days I don't give a shit and phone it in.
2: Yeah, Sex Planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Did it, Did anyone recognize the kind of matron of the of the tessarians?
4: I did, I did. I was have... she the woman from Perfection or whatever the fuck? There is no
0: fit. Perfection. She's not isn't perfection. perfection. That's paradise. the one where you have a timer mm. and
2: then yeah, you know, they, do the, a, the, put the pieces pay. into the slot, yeah, pick the, they, make the <laughs> right selection.
0: Pop huh. goes Perfection.
2: Um, <laughs> but no, I, no, I, was it was okay. It, I have a, I, I had a thought on who. I not think Paradise, might but it might
0: be the one you think is Paradise.
2: I think it might be the screen woman from... Whatever the name of that episode was. Sanctuary. Sanctuary.
0: Which is that the one where they. You, you get Paradise and Sanctuary flip flopped a lot, Caitlin. So you might the... have been right. Which one
4: is Sanctuary? That's the
2: one with the. They got eczema real bad. In the, in... No,
4: no, no. I was thinking of the one where they go down to like throw uh, throw people in the hot box planet. Oh, oh yeah. no, no, so not, no. Not that one. Which one is that one called? Is Paradise. that not Paradise? Paradise. Oh, so I've got it right for once. Yeah, that one was Paradise. Not Perfection. But Screen is the one. That's with the one
2: the where want set, they want to set. They want to flaky and they want to settle on. Oh, the orders.
1: flaky people. Yeah. Was she the head flaky person? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That. Yeah. That, I would that's never what have guessed that. She's much uh, less unpleasant to look at when she's not covered in flakes. <laughs> well, and, that, and that those wild. weird haircuts. Oh yeah. Oh god. That's right. The fucking haircuts. Jesus.
0: Chris is throwing all kinds of shade today. <clears throat> uh. Yeah. Oh man, I felt bad for Torres this episode. She got a face full of plasma. Yeah.
2: And lung too. Ooh. Do we ever figure out why those
1: aliens don't like the? Maybe they've stolen some of their dudes. I was gonna say they probably just know that that's what they do. Is you think they fucking warn people though? Like, hey, what are your kill them? What are your uh, crew members getting all weird lately? Uh, They've been infected. You deal with that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Put up a fucking yeah. Oh,
4: that's what I thought.
2: Maybe so they must not know what's actually happening. Maybe because cause otherwise, they wouldn't have attacked for it. Well, they, they said that they didn't Voyager. know. They
4: were like, we just know the people go there and they never come back.
2: Mm, yeah. Nobody yeah. ever goes in?
4: Nope, not quite wonker rules. <laughs> not quite. Close. Halfway.
2: Um, two men enter, one man leave? No, <laughs> nope. no men leave. Still
4: not well, that. One man did leave this
2: time.
1: Well, that's no. true, but that's not that's not normal.
4: Yeah, that's the thing, too, is like, they're still there. So it's not like they did anything to help anybody else. So today, the Prime Directive won, I guess.
0: Yay... Uh, they're just gonna do this again to some other Harry Kim in the future.
1: Harry tells Tom the truth of the planet and Tom is like, 50-50 shot at state
2: anyway.
4: Man. Mm. Yeah, he's like death a cool. by snoo-snoo, yeah. Yeah,
2: I have to say, yeah, if, this, if this episode had been about Tom, it would have been over very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, no, he'd have left even sooner. Yeah, because like, he would
4: have heard them talking about getting married. Exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> Talk, Ooh, I, sorry, I left how the many How many wives did you say I was going to have? Whoopsie zoinks.
2: You know that running Tom sound. Tom's
1: fear of commitment is so strong, he actually gains the power of flight.
2: You know, I don't know if I buy that, because I have a good authority that he gets married in the future. Well, yeah, everyone grows in up In fact, eventually.
0: in the next episode.
2: Yeah. But
0: I'm, let's finish this episode first. There was a funny comment when, you know, Harry's being all deja vu about things and someone says, I'm going to say chicote because it sounds like a chicote thing. Oh, why don't you pull a shuttle craft out of your hat? Mm. To which I say, no, please, we need we need more yeah, So many. I think that actually was chicote. Think Probably. you're right.
4: It feels like a chicote line. It feels like some garbage dad joke that like <laughs> no one in particular should say, so of course it's him. Come on, chicote, do better, man. I want to like
0: chicote. I really do. There are times I like Chicoche. Most mean, of the time, he's just kind of there. He's
1: been sort of growing on me. They've given him fun little moments. I enjoy the dad humor level of <laughs> pulling a shuttle out of your hat. Like when they're. You're a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> like, again, I still find his background at odds with his personality, but when they're not using him to sell bad information about indigenous peoples, he's. I don't know, occasionally amusing and, like I said, an embarrassing dad kind of yeah, way. And I he like makes Robert a great Beltran, tub. Too. Yeah, he seems pleasant. And he makes a great tub, that's true, Caitlin.
4: Well, wait, so mm. what else has he been in that, like, you know him? You, I said, you just said, oh, okay. I like, I I like him as a person like
0: because I've also, like, heard him, like, guest on the Delta Flyers. He might be like on a
1: Murder She Wrote.
0: Everyone is on Murder She
4: Wrote. Or is it a Mrs. Pretty Columbo? Sure I'm on I feel like Murder, he's she too wrote. young to be on Murder She Wrote. That would make more sense, though. Janeway was on that. Mrs. Columbo. She was Mrs. Columbo, wasn't she?
1: Yes.
0: Speaking of Mrs. Columbo, there was a—I I don't know where, the, where that. No, that's gone. fine. That's a fine segue. Well, uh, we kind of dropped the whole. The women kept pushing drugs on the men, and Harry said no. It was yeah, right. yeah. And I, and I was like, why are they pushing drugs? It was probably to keep them like it's sedated be like a sedative or something. Yeah. yeah, and it reminded me of an episode of Malcolm in the Middle that was excellent because the the grandmother character on Malcolm in the Middle, who is just a she-wolf. Eventually, she's getting married, and it's like, oh, weird, because the guy you're marrying really shouldn't be into you. Like, he's he seems always kind of like sedated. And then they learn, like, oh, she didn't give him his pills today, and he kind of like winks out of it. and It's like, who are you? Why am I getting married? And he gets the fuck out of oh, there. Oh no, <laughs>
2: well, that's that's, that's very uncomfortable. Is that The the mother's mother. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
4: I've actually never seen that show at all.
2: I swear, yeah, I remember the the. The mother was kind of a battle axe on that show.
1: Also, it was Murder, She Wrote. It was one of the, like, very late season ones, though, which is why... What
2: was Murder, She Wrote?
1: Robert Beltran. Okay. Was on Murder, She Wrote.
2: Oh, yeah, there he is. wonder if he was the murderer.
1: I don't know. Um, we'll find out. But, yeah, I did feel like that was probably... I'm surprised there weren't more scenes of them trying to get him to take it, because clearly it was meant to even further lower inhibitions, you know?
0: Yeah, to keep them from also figuring out the ruse, yeah. kind of like keep them docile.
1: Yeah, because it really
4: was immediately apparent. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I'm surprised there weren't more scenes of me. Oh, do you want? Yeah, oh, good. I'm straight edge. I got that little that little thing you draw on your hand in the '90s. I don't know Little what that thing is. thing
4: you draw on your hand didn't in the 90s? Didn't you that thing? You were,
1: you were straight edge. You drew something on your hand you went to parties. I didn't know anybody that was straight edge. Neither did I, but, you know, cultural osmosis. I did.
0: I forget what the thing that you drew was. Though. Okay, but there was, I'm <laughs> not just completely...
1: It was a picture yeah, of a yeah, wet blanket. Yeah, I think blanket. it was an X. Or like a yeah, T or something. You missed
4: my joke. It can't be good. I heard it. Okay. Like XXSXE or something?
1: No, that was a skateboarding game, wasn't it? I'm
4: just trying to remember. What was your joke?
2: You said it was a wet blanket. From, like, <laughs> that was a good joke. That's not a good joke. That's a great joke. Oh, yeah, man, I was so bummed out at the end of this episode because I'm like, oh, I have a perfect topic of conversation for the podcast tomorrow. I can talk about how similar this is to fucking Homer and the Odyssey. And then they... <laughs> oh, it in the- <laughs> yeah. Episode. I'm like, god damn it. Good yeah. try,
4: Jake. Oh, Circe, right?
2: No, they, the, the
1: sirens. sirens. sirens,
4: right, right, right. Which is
0: the Lorelei signal, basically. Again, yeah. So. But, uh... But, uh, it does fit with
4: Cersei, too, though, because she would, like, lure them into her planet being all sexy and shit, and then she would turn them into pigs and eat them. Yeah, Ow, it I mean, actually is closer, be. really, to Cersei, Cersei. than the mm. sirens.
1: Because the sirens aren't gaining it, they just enjoy luring people to Drowning their death men. for some reason.
4: You ever tried it? It's fun. <laughs> it does look fun. Ames <laughs> 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 gets it.
2: Is the um, is there any historical basis for the sirens... I don't know I know like a lot of those old things turned out to be like old sailor tales. There's like, are oh, you? You got to stay away from the 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 the, 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 the mermaids because they'll fuck you and give you comedia. And then it turns out it's a clam, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it turns out like it was just that a bunch of sailors were were getting drunk were and dying, fucking whales and stuff.
4: Wow. You know, I once I hypothesized that Nessie was actually a whale dick.
2: But that's a lake. There's no whales in that lake. You don't know. There's no whales in that lake. It's a
1: really big beluga. There
2: be no whales here. (laughs) Anything else on this one? It's getting Uh, strange. No,
0: yeah, it's too strange. I'm done. I'm done with the strange. I liked where you were going. I didn't.
1: Harry was done with the strange. That's why he did the backflip. Yes. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Meanwhile. Meanwhile. uh, Speaking of weird biological stuff. uh,
0: Yeah, speaking of... How did this baby come out of you? Let's talk about before and after. Wow. Well, we got to
4: see it like three times. So we got back. I mean,
2: back, back, got baby. Oh,
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, that's a good one, but it's still upsetting to me. Oh yeah, it's it's upsetting, but it's still pretty good wordplay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aside from the babies, I do really like this episode. It's really fun. Let's talk. Okay, so before and after, we we start off, and we're kind of in this little like y thing. Uh, it's like the, the biotemporal chamber, and we're looking out, and we see the doctor, but with hair, and we see some woman we don't know, and a young boy, like, hmm, look at them go in the chamber. And then we kind of flash, and suddenly it's like a little while before the whole chamber, and we and Kes turns out to be the woman in the chamber, but she's an old woman now, an old, dying, senile woman, going through what the Ocampa death ritual is, which is the mo- Morologium, which is a little like Elogium, but with a more in front. It's
4: even more elogium. so than much last more. Time.
0: It's it's, it's elogium, but more. Um, <laughs> and she kind of like a little bit dementia-y, kind of like I don't I don't know who you people are. And they're like, you should know who we are because I'm your daughter, and here's your grandson, and the doctor you've known for uh, years. Maybe now. he just
4: figured she figures if she pretends not to know the child, it'll leave her alone. Oh, no, wait, that's what we would do.
0: That, this was a good little child, though. Mm, he was one of the better children of the show. Well, wow, that's a Which is the lowest low bar if I ever heard one. Yeah. And, we, you know, and then we talk with her for a little while, but she doesn't remember fucking anything except literally a couple minutes ago when she was looking up from the chamber. And then we flash again. And it's a little earlier than that. And she's in bed. And she's like, how the fuck did I get here? I was just in sickbay. What the fuck? And she goes over and her grandson, Andrew, uh, is making her her birthday present. And she's like, I, you already gave me this and I didn't want it then.
3: <laughs>
0: and, she's, and he says, no, I just started on it now. And we start realizing, hmm, things are a little bit backwards here, or a little bit counterclock uh, going on. <laughs> and we flash again, and suddenly we're at her birthday party, and there's no birthday present from the grandson because he hasn't little done anything. Son of a yet. bitch. And it starts becoming clear oh, Kess is kind of jumping back to points in time from her death in the biotemporal chamber. And we talk to the doctor about this, and we seem to, f- to figure it out because, you know, whenever something weird is going on, you have to figure it out. That... There was a point in the past where we were fighting the Krenim, who sound like a bunch of dicks, mm-hmm. and they blasted us with this chronoton weapon. So yeah, we're going backwards and backwards in time because Kess at one point had this chronoton radiation poisoning, like the whole crew did, but they all got cured of it. And it turns out, oh, when she was on her deathbed and they put her in the biotemporal chamber to try to extend her life, it brought back out this temporal thing, and that's why she's going backwards in time good job like explaining the, the premise very clearly episode. We keep jumping back in time, though we get to this point where we're in the year of hell, uh, where we're fighting the Krem, and Cass says, oh, this is what this is, and this is where things start going bad. Damn it, and now there's a baby coming out of my back, and this is the worst place oh. to have jumped to. And Paris is the daddy, because when the year of hell killed Janeway and Torres, and our best friend Lieutenant Carey, who we haven't seen in a very long time now, Cass helped them get through it, and then they were able to, like, hook up and all this thing. And then they had that daughter that just came out of Cass's fucking back. Yes. And she's like, okay, I figured this out. This is when I get, when I and everyone get all this poisoning from this chronoton radiation, I have to figure out what the deal with it is so that I can cure myself of this disease that I'm going to have in the future, but also in the past. Okay, just go with that. Uh, she figures out by going for finding an unexploded missile in some Jeffrey's tube somewhere and using her whoop, 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 to figure out what the what the frequency is. She jumps back in time again and says, Okay, Doctor, here's what we gotta do. I'm jumping back in time. Things are going hooey. Here's the chroniton uh, frequency you need to know. Throw me in that chamber until we fix it. And Doctor's like, Okay. Throws her in the chamber and the, the radiation is going down and down. She's like, Yeah, this is going good. This is going good. And then suddenly she jumps back to fucking Caretaker, the episode. And she's like, wait, no, my hair Didn't is work. terrible. The hair is bad. We're we're just getting on the Voyager ship. Janeway, help. And Janeway Neelix, shut the fuck up. I gotta listen to this woman who's talking sex. <laughs> what I love is
4: that Neelix is like, uh, like, because he and Kess have, like, I assume, like, been having their relationship by, like, letter or email or something since they're not, like, on the same planet. And he's just, like, immediately apologizing, like, this is my crazy girlfriend being a crazy person. And I was like, fuck off, Neelix. To
0: Neelix, she sounds like a crazy person, though. Like, if we were just in a conversation and all of a sudden i just like, jump up and say wait a minute, I'm traveling backwards in time, you'd be like, Ames, I feel like
4: stop it. I feel like Jake, of all people, though, would at least give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, no, she doesn't usually talk like a complete no. fucking lunatic what? like this. I mean,
1: the thing is, like, Neelix, this is early days, he doesn't know that these Starfleet people are totally used to fucking madness. Yeah,
0: and he isn't. He's no. used to a very specific kind of madness, usually from the case. Yeah, at this We're point, almost through the sorry, synopsis yes. now. Yes. We keep jumping back in time, and then she's a little girl with her daddy, and she's like, "Daddy, I'm jumping backwards in time. I'm actually a nine-year-old woman who's eyeing on her deathbed." And he's like, "Honey, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're late for dinner, bitch." And we jump back to her own birth, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And we jump back to to you know her being a little embryo thing and going back and back, and then there's a moment oh, which of I hated that moment too. of black, and you're like, "Oh God, she just winked herself out of existence." Uh and then it comes back, and it go- it jumps forward to the future again, and suddenly she's back in the in the temporal chamber thing with the doctor saying three two one happy, happy new year. year i mean happy you don't have chronoton poisoning anymore that doesn't have the same ring and that fixed the day and now you know kes can tell us by the way at some point if you run into the crenum, go the other fucking way
2: they seem like jerks
0: they seem like the worst the end
1: So, does this mean, now, that unlike most people, she has the misfortune of remembering the trauma of her own birth?
0: I don't know. Like, because when it flips back and she loses the rest of the radiation poisoning, does she remember that scene with her dad? Or has she been in the radiation chamber the whole time?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Because the other thing I wasn't understanding is when she, when they, so like, when they're in Caretaker in that time frame and she flips out, did that happen? Like, do, does Neelix and Janeway remember that happening now? That's a good question. No, because that's now good.
0: she remembers the rest of her life and that wasn't in the rest of her life because that wouldn't make sense. So
2: it didn't change the past, even if no. she went to the past.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Maybe it created a split in the timeline. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll take that. I'll say split in the timeline. Because otherwise there was just one day where Kes was being... Very strange to Janeway for about thirty seconds, and yeah. then stopped, <laughs> and, and then start, it was fine and then again. Started
2: screaming, and then disappeared. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did appreciate, you know,
0: like
4: you
2: do,
1: that they gave her the bad caretaker wig. Ugh.
0: Oh yeah,
4: like did they you...
1: didn't give her the good short hair wig they gave her later. They were admitting, like, yes, this used to suck.
4: They were like, but don't worry, we still have it. Just in case anything happens to that nice wig.
2: Well, now she's got a new hair Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. She's got the, the locks.
0: Yeah, apparently Jennifer Lean was having, like, reactions to the glue they'd have to use to affix the ears. Oh. So they figured, long hair, cover the ears, we won't have to do that to you as much. Jesus.
2: I noticed that infant cast did not have ocumbent ears well
0: you can't put ears on a baby
2: you probably could but i mean they glued little borg shit to a baby that was a slightly older
1: baby though yeah. they really they got some very fresh ones for and this and that was
4: like 20 years earlier there are probably laws against that by now
0: <clears throat> there actually are there are a lot of limitations on what you can do to baby actors baby actors like there's a some fucking stupid thing
2: stupid babies
1: they
0: can't consent to being in this show
2: we're at the point now where CG is good enough to just fucking make baby CG. No, because now they tried that with that. Uh, I never saw the that movie Dancing Baby. No, there was a <laughs> <laughs> <In> <laughs> Ellie that baby was totally not believable. Remember <laughs> that Dancing Baby? I remember the Dancing Baby. What was
4: that like? Something we sent around an email. <laughs> back 100 it was, from, years it was from Ellie
2: McBeal, and then it was like an internet meme.
4: It was, yeah. yeah. Was it meant to be a real baby on Alec?
2: No, and it Heel? was her like hallucinating a baby. Okay, for some great. Reason. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, but there was a movie a few years ago. I don't remember what it was where they tried a CG baby.
1: And oh, really? Good. You're not thinking of that Clint Eastwood one, are you? Because that was just a very obvious doll, not CG. No.
2: Are you thinking
4: of Boss Baby starring Alec Baldwin? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that one was. Te- that's a terrible looking baby. No, I can't remember what it is now but there was a, like, a famously just, just, bad season. Just have baby. the
1: Hensons make all your babies.
4: You're Ooh. telling me that they can make Robert Downey Jr. look like he's 25 again, but they can't just whip up a baby?
0: Just uh, have the Theresians make all your babies from the last episode.
2: Gross. Anyway, yeah, glad they kept the back baby situation i'm not oh
0: i hate that the baby comes out of the back so much because it's so disgusting because later she puts her shirt back on and you know what the hell's going on back there no one's gonna know she puts the shirt back on and you know they're bringing her head in the hallway and Neelix still gives her a pat on the back i'm like
4: oh
1: all
0: over the couch
4: wow i wondered what the smell was in here today
1: <laughs> yeah that a
4: days old vomit
1: you say oh cop and biology is fucking horrifying
0: Yes, I mean it's it's from it's from Elogium, which was a mistake of an episode. No, oh, yeah, that's and for they, sure. they they realized well the baby's in the back. That's what we'd established, so we're stuck with it. Mm. Well, the
4: I'm... one time they decide to stick with what they came up with, huh?
1: So maybe it's just me, but I'm a little weirded out by Harry Kim getting with Tom Paris's daughter. I don't know why.
4: Well, he wanted to be with Tom Paris, but. It's the next best thing. It seems weird, like because I, I know it's, it's like it's... when David Tennant married uh, Peter Davison's yeah, I'm daughter. we weirded out by that. I know. I am too.
1: Oh, it's just strange.
4: It's it like... is a little bit weird because that means that Harry Kim at some point like dandled this little girl on his knee. Definitely, they're best friends. He definitely
1: babysat her at some
2: point. Yeah. Oh. No, this
4: is some um, weird like grooming type shit.
2: I mean. A Ocampan must only be a baby for a couple of days. Yeah, like
0: we, when we meet Andrew yeah. at the at the deathbed, he's six months old and he looks like he's ten. Yeah,
2: or older, I'd say.
1: But yeah, yeah like, I, mean, I mean, again, I'm not even necessarily regardless the the yeah it's creepy that part aside. Even even though yes, yeah, certainly oh, like,
4: that's the part that it's me a little
1: different. Me. You know, like we saw Cass; she was already physically a human adult. Man, yeah, that part even aside, my first thought was just like, "It's your best friend's daughter." That's just I don't know. Weird.
0: I don't know, I give, because Harry is otherwise such an innocent and not shit guy, I give him a little bit of the benefit of a doubt, Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe, you know, because we learned that Linus was, you know, she learned how to be a a doctor, and she, you know, is a very competent crew member, and there's a lot to like about Linus, even though we only see her for a little bit.
1: With each of them being progressively less Ocampa, do they potentially each have a longer lifespan? Ooh, I like that. Like, clearly they're both still rapidly aging, so they probably still wouldn't have a human lifespan. But, like, could Linus maybe make it to, like, 15? Will Andrew maybe make it to 20-something?
0: Hmm. Ask Tannis from that Ocampan colony. Well, that
1: was different. Those were full Ocampa, but with better medical yeah. care. With, with, That's the other thing. With, they also have... What was your
0: name? The, um, the other caretaker person. Yeah. Sin, not Sinestra. <laughs> Something like that. Something Suspiria. Yeah.
1: There we go. But yeah, like I don't
0: want her in timelines. That's the other thing of
1: course too is like could cast theoretically I mean apparently not, but with the right medical care, could she make it past nine?
2: Well, we know now that is I mean not true. The doctor, yeah. as smart as he is
4: And and, and he will tell you and how
2: he'll smart tell you how he smart he is. So often <laughs> that was why that? did
4: why did they decide that at some point in the future he gets plugs? Mm.
2: Yeah,
1: just just so you know time had passed. Yep. I loved.
0: I did love when Kes wakes up, Doctor, you've lost your hair. And he's like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, what?
0: <laughs> at first I
4: thought that he was, like when we were first watching like the beginning of this episode, I thought that because he had hair that he was actually the guy that created the EMH. And I was like oh, even more confused Zimmerman. about what was happening in the episode.
1: But Zimmerman's never had hair either in the times we've seen him.
4: That's true, but still.
1: Oh, except at this point we hadn't seen real Zimmerman yet. Still. We
0: might have. Because this is what well, this is late season three of Voyager. When did we meet Zimmerman in DS9? I
2: feel like pretty late in DS9. Huh.
0: I'd have to look, but yeah.
2: They'd done the Wow. Well, yeah. Might have been like season five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I uh I also appreciated that uh he was calling himself Van Gogh. That was cute. But then apparently six months earlier he was calling himself Mozart. Well apparently, apparently he was so leaning cute. towards it but
1: hadn't declared <laughs> it. But yes. <laughs> What a strange name to choose for a physician.
0: A little bit, yeah. Totally. Especially, especially because I think before this, the, all the names he'd been considering were other
1: Physicians doctors of some that, kind. Yeah.
2: Were
0: the names of family members of the women
4: he
2: had been that. <laughs> well, that just means that he's um, he's branching out. He's becoming a more complete person. Aww. Instead, yeah, inspired
1: <laughs> by the greatest doctors in cinema, he's Dr. Howard.
4: Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Thank you. Oh, I didn't get it. It's a Three Stooges
0: reference. Good, good. Well, at least it wasn't Batman, Dr. Batman. (laughs) <laughs> dr
2: batman
0: yeah so we get a lot of of interesting things that were going that the, the show knew that they were going to touch on in the future such mm. as meeting the Krenim, who are a bunch of assholes because they, they call whatever this period was when the doctor is offline and everything's awful and janeway and torres and carrie are dead <laughs> because they wanted the finale of this season to be a two-parter called year of hell we're eventually going to see the Krennum, and it'll explain itself in the future. So I'll not spoil now. But for the finale of season three, they will be Scorpion instead, because Jerry Ryan!
1: Oh! I didn't realize that was this season.
0: Yeah. She shows up that soon?
2: Yeah, shows up in a few episodes. That's uh,
1: exciting.
0: I'm preparing to be excited.
1: I know I had mentioned last week, or two weeks ago, or whatever, that I really hated Kes's jumpsuits, but I quite liked her dresses.
0: Oh, her dresses are always good.
1: Yeah, but these are like new ones, and I was like, "Oh, these
0: are nice too." I this even is much better. I even liked Old Lady Kess's little sweater. It was cute.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that was nice. They they again they went back to dressing her well in this episode.
0: Yeah, I'll say Jennifer Lean fucking attacks this episode, and she is so excellent in it. Yeah, she like did a when good they job. when they give Jennifer Lean something, because usually, like I think I've said before, like usually she has this very reserved quality to the mm. Kess character. Yeah, and in this episode, we get to see her effectively having dementia. That was which was a, such a, a such a great portrayal that she gives, and it's a, a heartbreaking watching her at the at the end. Yeah. Until you kind of see like, oh, she's actually starting her life at the end and wouldn't know anything. Um, Kes Kess has become unstuck in time. Yes, and then she moves on to nope. I am actually I am actively solving a riddle, which was excellent because she's brilliant and she figures out everything that's going on with uh, with the more information she gets.
1: It kind of reminded me a little. Obviously, in the real world, it works the other way around, but um, this reminded me a bit of that Prodigy episode, where they're all in different mm. timelines, or different... Time
0: amok, or amok, no, yeah, time amok. Time
1: amok. yeah, kind of me of time amok, which obviously, oh, in the, the real time world... time is
0: moving different speeds
1: Such a good rock. episode!
0: Oh, I love that episode. I did too, but it was so upsetting.
1: But yeah, it made me think of that, which, again, obviously, in the real world, this actually came well first, but... <laughs> And I pro actually, I vaguely recall having seen this one as a kid, because I do remember being kind of freaked out by the, like, oh, God, the the undevelopment of the fetus sequence, but that's kind of all I remembered.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, I remember, yeah, there's, like, a Kes aging backwards episode.
0: Yes, yeah, I remember it as the one where we see Kes whelp a child out of her bag.
1: Oh, which, God, you think is- that was bad? I was watching this episode with headphones on a computer.
4: Oh, yeah, you got all the There shake. was
1: some very active foley during that oh, scene. No. It was horrible. I mean it was probably appropriate, but it was just like right in my ears no, like Oh no. Oh, oh no, it's squishy. Oh, so well done foley team. That was nasty. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't <know> <laughs> I don't
0: know
1: why she That, she, that, was, that, was, that was, was such a cute, that laugh. That I, don't cute, laugh. cute I don't know.
0: Why. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know why she was <laughs> acting like she was pushing. Like it's it's in the back
1: there's maybe back. still some kind of muscles you... in the back sack
4: that but also maybe a... that was her fighting the urge to scream bloody murder as her baby clawed right. its way out of her body and here's the thing
2: she was also in addition to being pregnant constipated <laughs> which is the worst combination for you know I was confidence. I was
1: thinking something like that but I wasn't gonna say it well, that's just the like, difference me... between
4: you and Jake Jake is a Jake is a much braver man <laughs> Jake is a Vulcan <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that—that that was, that that was a laugh. Hmm. But yeah, yeah I, I thought this came together pretty interestingly. The, you know, the way she had to sort of, she she kept coming with more information, but having to re-explain herself and mm-hmm. not knowing how long she'd have each it's time.
0: What was that movie with um Tom Cruise? Jake Day After Tomorrow. Tomorrow was yesterday.
1: Tomorrow oh, um, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of
0: Tomorrow. Good movie. Mm-hmm.
1: It's supposed to be, yeah. I do keep meaning to see it. Oh, yeah, it.
0: you should see it. It, it's, it is clever in the way that they do it. It's basically a video game. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a little, this episode was like, every time you start over, it's like, okay, now I have, I have to re, re-explain to my, my, myself what what's going on. I have to reconvince convince Janeway. Luckily, Janeway knows when someone says something is going wrong, you listen to that person. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, it's why even like, last episode, it's like, I'm not going to immediately throw you into the brig because who the fuck knows? We live weird goddamn lives in Starfleet. Him,
0: on the other hand, when he starts just firing at people, he fucking court martial the fucker and never give him a promotion. In his no,
1: I mean, she just said, go, I'm annoyed with you, but go see the doctor, because who knows?
0: He didn't even leave the bridge, the fucker.
1: That's true. Damn. Oh, that's what I was going to say, and I'm very briefly. Yeah, yeah. Again, just bad Starfleet protocol. I get that you need to be able to swap stations, because who knows? Those stations explode like it's their job. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe well, so, or,
0: the guy, or the guy manning the station explodes like it's his job. Right.
1: So, like, oh, it, it, on the one hand, it's nice to be able to easily say, all right, ops can handle tactical now. But if tactical is actively going, like, it's yeah, too I easy to transfer.
0: Tubac should have a big button that says, hell no.
1: Yeah. Like, just a big red panel says, fuck that. <laughs> Slaps it this episode?
0: This episode, this episode. Okay, what do we think was in the present that Andrew was making?
1: Right, I'm a little pissed we never found out.
0: I wanted to find out so much because my guess is that they're all individual cake pops that look like characters from the show.
1: Oh, that's delightful.
0: I would want to eat them.
4: I figured it was going to be some kind of macaroni necklace, but I like your <laughs> idea much better. Oh, sorry, I just kicked you.
1: It's going to okay. say a uh, Voyager crew nesting doll.
0: Okay. Ooh. Who's in the middle then? EMH. Baby cast.
2: Uh, it was
1: a really tiny EMH.
2: It was just a little like a little sculpture but it had an electronic thing and it was a sculpture of him of andrew Mm -hmm. and it's saying thank you grandma for letting me exist and that's all this is some
0: kind of well it's because now he's not going to exist because this isn't how the Uh, future is going to play out anymore because they know about it
1: yeah i like their little back out it's like it's a possible future just in case we don't want to write some of this stuff Oh, I mean,
0: Just in case we lose, you know, one of the characters.
1: Spoilers, we sadly will not see security officer Neelix.
0: <laughs> he
4: was funny. He was pretty Maybe good. I'll be chief security officer. <laughs>
1: Which is kind of like when you think about it, it's like, yeah, who knows? Maybe you'll fucking die is <laughs> kind of what's implicit there. Because yeah, I, well, don't, I, I don't see Tuvok saying like, you know what? I'm bored being security chief. Neelix, you're in charge. Well, no,
4: I kind of saw it more as like maybe he was promoted to something else. Ops-wise, that was more important?
1: Yeah, no, I, I read it as uh, the only way Tuvok's leaving that job is is if he gets a phaser to the brain.
4: Damn. I just don't feel like Neelix would be that cold.
1: Well, I, think, I don't think he meant it to sound like that, but it's just like, you know, it's like it's like how the Honest Trailers with, I just can't wait to be king, translates to, I can't wait till my dad dies.
0: hmm
1: I mean, so,
2: who is the first officer? Oh, the have said that. I thought it was Tuvok. Is that what we're assuming? I, I read well, online it was two but so. so if
4: it's two then that means he wouldn't be chief security officer anymore. yeah
1: See, i mean Spock was yeah. chief science well, officer they just
2: did whatever the fuck they It's true but when like um i think when when data became first officer on a few occasions he 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 switched to a red shirt. But did he still did he still manage station? I don't think so. I think he did first officer shit. Of course, we're also dealing with the fact that Voyager can't replace dead crew members. So well, they how many can
0: holograms. Can we rig up? <laughs>
2: apparently they can because they have you know well except except with the elogium they can only have one <clears throat> child. But as I say, if if you could keep just making Okampa, <clears throat> um, eventually you'd have a shitload of them. Yeah, That's the
0: true. one child like. It's a mistake. It's just a. It's the writing yeah. team making a mistake. Yeah, we talked about the, that at the
2: time. Yeah. How it was? Done like, was. Like, what, like they're probably reaching sexual maturity at like a year, probably.
0: Well, they said that since Kessa's elogium came early that one time, and she mm. was
2: she was under two, two she yeah. was
0: around two. It would be, it's usually later. I think it's usually more around three or four. But Linus
2: couldn't have been that old. Linus so-
0: was six when we met her at the end.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, Kess did a really big jump back. Oh, that's right. you're right. Okay. Yeah,
0: there was a big jump. You're right. Because at the you're end, right. she's nine. She yeah. dies yeah. at nine. Yeah. Right now, she's three and two months, I think. Yeah, obviously. like a lot
1: of the first jumps were kind of close, and then there was a big fucking jump. Yeah.
2: You're right, you're right, you're right. So yeah, so yeah, if the Elogium only happens when you're between like three or four. Which,
1: which also apparently means a lot of the aging happens very quickly. Well, they
0: said when the elogium hits, it hits hard. I see. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, because if she's six, then she's got, we assume maybe, but again, maybe, that's the other thing, she might have a little more time because she's half human.
2: But even on Kessa's ninth birthday, she looked a lot better than she did at the start.
0: Meaning
4: at the end.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm saying, like, she went downhill very fast. Yes. Yeah, was,
0: that was the moral of Jim kicking in. Yeah. Or that's how what I've, I'm going to say happened, because otherwise... Yeah, that makes the most sense. sense.
2: Apparently but, she stopped her psychic shit, though. Like, yeah, they
1: did kind of say that, didn't they? Yeah. Which is weird. Hmm. But yeah, either way, I, with Voyager situation, it would be... It would make sense that Tuvok might have to pull double duty mm-hmm. as security chief and first I officer. Mean, he
2: was, he, he's like, you know what? I don't want to do it, but if it means Neelix isn't the chief of security, I'll do two jobs. <laughs>
1: so, I think you're going to say, I don't want to do it, but if it means Tom Paris is the first officer, then I'll be first officer as well.
0: Mm. I, I really liked Tom Paris in this episode. Mm. He seemed very sweet with Kes. Yeah. And the moment when he's talking about dead Torres mm. actually gave me some feels, which I was not expecting, because at this point in the show... He and Torres are still at the barely flirting stage. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I also like, you know, the scene where Torres and Janeway die, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you no, know, like, you know, that Tom at that point was like very distraught. He left his station to like see what happened. Yeah. But it's like, oh no, we're in the middle of a fucking battle, so everybody, I can't just stop. Everybody get back to work. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to deal with the dead people. Yeah,
0: or we're all going to be the dead people if yeah. you if you do that. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I did love the was that conversation Kes had with Tom when he was mourning. Yeah, and she tells him you're going to be okay, and he's like, "Fucking am I?" Because this sucks a lot, and Kes has to remind him like. Hey, I happen to know you're going to be okay because I've been there.
1: I'm not
4: going to tell you how. A little self-serving on her part.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. It's going
4: to
1: be fine.
2: I'm going to have some sticky hands for you when you get
1: back. Yeah, wait a minute. How did they have a kid? She had her sticky hands. But she—that was a fake.
4: Oh, yeah, didn't, we, was, didn't we just talk about this like eight seconds ago? Yeah. Like, are you moving backwards in time? Well, no. I mean, she had it we early. Had this
1: but did they say at the end they she said, might have yeah, it again. They, oh. said yes. that, they
2: said that. It, well, because it wasn't a real one. It might. Okay, you know, okay. she'll she'll have it again normally. All right. Good. Good. I'm glad that. But... Maybe twins are very common among O'Connor. We might have said that at the time. We
0: said we did say that at the time, but I remember saying that since whenever Kes talked about it. She would only refer to a baby in the singular mm-hmm. true, that it didn't seem like it. Again, right. the writers of that episode are did fools.
1: Not, I her, I mean, not I like noticed her. I mean I know I know
2: litter of babies.: I know it was a joke, but um, her dad does say, "Oh, you're my favorite daughter," which implies that either he has more than one daughter or
4: she's obviously the only daughter.: Or it's a
2: joke that she's the only mm-hmm. daughter, which implies that having more than one daughter is a thing.:
0: You know who the favorite son is though.
2: Harry Kim,
0: Harry Kim! It's a one! Me to win a
4: Ooh, they're red, white, blue! This is like the ACDC yeah. take.
0: <laughs>
2: wow. It would be
4: a to
0: the chief! Good luck editing this, Chris. Oh, that's staying in. I'll
1: yeah, turn but, it down. The,
0: the, the volume is.
1: Yeah, it will turn Ouch. that part down.
0: Well, we've
4: just. <laughs> Chased off another 10% of our listeners with that. They fucking
2: alarm it, okay?
4: Well, I meant just because they literally can't hear anymore. (laughs) The damage we've done to them.
1: You're going to get Jake on American Idol. It's going to be awesome. You could do it.
4: You
2: could. I think you could.
1: Okay, but I mean, don't take it seriously. I mean, just go and sing just like that. Yeah,
2: I'll do that. I'll do...
1: You'll be one of the infamous people.
2: I mean, you know, ACDC is a very popular band. People like that kind of stuff. Neat. I have one
0: more note, and that's that the director, uh, Alan Croker, got into the not, the mindset for this episode because it's very mind fucky. This episode, mm. you kind of to have to put yourself in a position where you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And he says, I had this dream once where I was with all my loved ones, and for some reason they couldn't either see nor hear me. So every time I tried to connect with them in this dream, they would, I, there would there be would just be nothing. And he used that as the kind of like you know feeling of like anxiety and inability to inability to really get your Get your explanations out as his uh, inspiration. Hmm. It reminded me we did a show once where one of the one of the act one of the characters in the show was basically supposed to just be full of anxiety and not knowing what the fuck was going on the whole fucking show long basically. And the director did a an acting exercise with him before rehearsal one day, saying, "Okay, we're gonna have you ask us a bunch of questions. You have to figure out what the what the theme of the what the thing that we we're, we're what the answers to our questions are actually about." And the thing is, there was no answer. <clears throat> the thing was, if he asked a question and it ended in a vowel, we would have to say yes. If he asked a question that ended in a consonant, we would have to say no. Oh my God! That's and so if he complicated. asked a question that that ended in a Y, we'd have to say maybe. So he'd ask ask us a question like, "Okay, uh, is is it a person, place, or thing?" And we'd be like, "There's a G at the end, so therefore, no." no. And he'd be like, "Okay," <laughs> and it would go on like that until you know we were literally like saying like contradicting ourselves in, in answers we were saying maybe a lot to things that you know there should have been an actual answer for until he was just so like i don't i have no idea what the fuck i'm suing in this exercise and we we're like exactly
3: <laughs> oh no
0: the poor man i think i think that stressed him out more than the show did <laughs> When we see Kess's birthday, and it's her ninth birthday, and there's ten candles on the cake, and that's going to get answered in the future because there's a, an actual tradition in a lot of cultures where you add one candle to the for cake luck. for one to grow on.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I hadn't noticed the candle But count, they know so. it's
2: going to be her last birthday, so it's also kind of a sad birthday.
0: Oh, that is sad. But she gets one extra candle to blow out with the lung.
2: Mm. Yeah, they meant that's right. Yeah, they they mentioned in, they the, the, the that old lung is of, still
0: of all the continuity we get mentions the fucking of the lung,
2: singular lung. I would sure fucking hope though, but that by the time we get to the twenty fourth century, we're no longer blowing spit all over cakes <clears throat> before we're gonna feed them to well, all then our you friends.
0: Just try quarter over it.
2: I fucking hate that tradition, by the way. <laughs> I think I think it is fucking disgusting because you're it's because. A, you're blowing. Like, sure, yeah, blowing air is one thing. But no, when you blow, especially when you blow hard, little bits of spit come out of your mouth. So basically, every time you blow out your candles on a birthday cake, you're just blowing, you're just spitting all over a cake that you're about to feed to all your friends. So it's fucking gross. Please, for the love of God, stop blowing out birthday candles. I have a perfectly good solution... That you can do. Okay. You just like wave your hand really fast over the cake and that creates enough of a of turbulence to, to extinguish the candles. What about,
1: no, no, see, but here's, here's what you gotta do.
4: Time to wave out It's your time candles. for you <laughs> to
1: make money off of Big Birthday. You start making birthday candelabra, so you put the candles in that away from the cake so you still blow out the candles. I think that's even better. And you can, you can start, and that's the thing, it's like, you can make little kits, you know, like an add-on extra as time goes on, or, you know, we're a very disposable culture, you know, you just, ah, oh, fuck, go buy a three-candle candelabra. I think it's the worst fucking tradition. Speaking of birthdays, Klingons apparently age fast, maybe.
3: Not as yeah, fast as yeah. old, campins, I old bet you, I bet
0: you they don't bother blowing out the candles, they just shove their face into the fire.
1: They they straight up murder a targ and pour its blood Aww. over the candles. Oh, it was a
0: little targ! But they're supposed to be so cute. Oh yeah, no
1: not
2: a targ. What's the thing they hunt? Oh, they no still targs. they still yeah. eat targs. They're just monsters. And also, who wants melted wax all over their cake? That's
0: Me, a good question. I do. Why? No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Oh, know. I was gonna say. All right, moving on to our blogtivity of the week. Uh, we've been doing our favorite characters from specific alien races lately. Uh, this week is going to be Klingon week, for reasons. Like I, picked, I pulled them out of a hat. So Klingons, Klingons are always super, super fun, but they never wear hats.
4: <coughs> you said you pulled it out of a hat.
0: Well, I wear hats. So who's got some favorite Klingons to start us um, off with?
2: I can go first. Did you pick yours, Jake? I did pick mine. I picked three Klingons.
0: Good choice. I mean, I haven't heard them yet, but <laughs> it
2: was well, a, at it, it was, was a good starting choice yes. to actually
4: choose three Klingons. Good work.
1: Instead of going with you know, right. Andorians so in,
2: in no particular order. Oh. We're gonna start with Martok. Cool. Who is a friend of Worf's?
0: Who was a friend of mine <laughs> and, and Worf's
2: adopted brother, but but uh, not Worf's real brother, who's he's wiped his brain. Worf's a terrible brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, no, I like Martok a lot. You know, he's 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 interesting, right? Because he's an honor. He's he's an actual honorable Klingon, but he's also not as hardcore. Klingon as Worf can be.
1: Yeah.
0: He's very reasonable.
2: Yeah. Well, because Worf we said before was the Catholic Klingon. Yeah. He knew exactly. it mostly
1: from books, whereas Martok actually grew up in the Empire.
2: Yeah, so he's, he, yeah, exactly. Plus,
4: didn't he start from nothing and climb? Yeah, yeah. He's got Ketel, that chip on the his Ketel shoulder. The Lowlands.
2: Kind of yeah. So next on my list is Martok's arch nemesis, the man who ruined his life. Oh, Worf. Core. The Dahar Master.
0: Oh, nice. Um,
2: who denied, uh, who was a pompous prick and denied Martok the the ability to rise up the ranks as he wanted to. But he, he managed to do all right for himself, becoming mm-hmm. the cha- fucking chancellor by the end. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kor. Uh, I actually like Kor a lot. He is a, He is a pompous prick.
0: Good friend of Jezia though. F- is usually not you know. Jezia rarely has good taste. Damn it, Jezia! <laughs> yeah, but
2: good friend of Jezia, especially Klingons. He, I just I in a way, uh, in a way I like him because I have pity for him <laughs> because he's like one of those has been's. But I don't know. I he like doesn't him. get
4: to die with honor like the other two has been. Well, but he, no, he yeah, does. He but he, 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 well, he gets to
2: die with the most honor because he like like sacrificed himself and saved a whole fucking ship. That's true. Fine. So good on Core, and then rounding out my three, our good friend, and mom of the great Alexander Roshenko, Yay. Klar, who was Worf's mate from she's the best, um, and who I you know, and again like she's like the opposite of those of Martok and Core because she fucking eschews Klingon bullshit,
1: but looks great in the armor.
2: Yeah, she does. Does look good in the armor.
1: She pulls that because not, not everyone looks good in that armor, but she manages it.
2: She looks good in everything. Yeah, and she tugs a good two piece. Just ask Worf.
1: Oh, no! <laughs>
2: oh.
1: oh!
3: Oh!
4: Does that make her a one man band? Oh!
2: <laughs> 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 oh. Who's next? <laughs> no, but I really do like Killar God, yeah, God, it, great. God
0: damn it Go Nick. go
2: Caitlin don't, um,
0: don't build on whatever Jake says Oh, uh, <laughs> whoops So,
4: I also said Killar <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'm full on preparing this to be a list where all of us say Kalar, So
4: Yeah, that's probably for the best I also chose Martok Because he's just a lot of fun Plus he's missing an eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a pirate. Whatever. I like I him. Heard. And then, I don't know, man. I'm really torn. Because I... <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, can I say... <laughs> Can I say the Klingon that Cowron played except in the game where he makes you say Because he uh, named me Gok after his favorite snack, you might recall. So I'm very partial to that Klingon. Yeah,
0: so for for the... Uh, we make this reference all the time and never explain it to the audience. If you've never played the interactive v- VHS game, what is he even called? It's... Some Star Trek v- uh, board game you play with That's an weird. actual. Can
4: we, we have to do it again? We have to do it again and film it. It was so fun. We did. Chris loved I, it. We're never I'm going we, to release it though. But we, I'm saying we should do it again because now we know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, now we
2: know what we're doing. It'll be less stupid. stupid.
4: Yeah,
0: it's a very, very stri- like anxiety riddled game. Oh my because god! Because as you're playing a board game, you'll literally have. What's the actor's name, Robert O'Reilly? Yep, sure. You'll have Robert O'Reilly as a non-Gowron, but still basically Gowron Klingon. Occasionally, Kavok? Kavok? With a V or a B? V. Kavok. Occasionally, he just he starts yelling at you like, the one who is moving now! Stop Experience your turn. B! <laughs> <laughs> it Roll was, a it was for Chris for some reason.
4: <laughs> Almost always. always.
1: It was fucking infuriating.
0: Is that your actual answer? Or are you
4: not saying Kolov? <laughs> So that's the other thing is I was saying to Chris that I'm torn about Koloth because I love young Koloth. He's delightful. But old Koloth is like kind of a dick. You can say specifically young Koloth. I know, and that's what Chris said, but it just occurred to me now that I could say whatever his name is. Kavok? K-Kovok. Kovak. Kovak. What is it? I've already forgotten. What's his what is name, Chris?
1: Kavok. K-A-V-O-K. Kavok. Kavok Kavok. K-A-B-O-K. So I'm
4: gonna say that. I'm gonna say K. Fair enough. Weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
4: it's a lie, but it's a funny lie. I also considered the Duras sisters
1: <laughs> as a singular.
4: Yeah, know. no, they are. You singular. never really, you never get them alone. Really. You never do. That's all right. That's why you, why? you got two dicks. Jesus <laughs> fucking
1: Christ! Do you want to go next? Or uh, not?
0: yeah. Let me get let me get this out of the way because I realized as I was taking down like just a list of Klingons, my top five. All women, okay, which is very unlike me because usually I don't. Let me get to it. So we got to start off with K'lar because that's fucking obvious. K'lar is the best Klingon there fucking is because she's like, so she's she's well rounded. She's not. (laughs) I'll say she's not just you know one of the one of the fighting like. Honorable Klingon, she actually kind of like understands her place in the in the Federation and in Klingon society, and she has a sense of humor. And Susie Plaxton's hot, and everything about her. Kalar for the win. Yeah.
4: Definitely. Oh my God, she do Bartok's wife.
0: I. I. She's number four. Cirilla? Um. My number two, yes, Grilka, because Grilka is excellent. Uh, Grilka, who was Quark's wife briefly, and who is just you know she's she's very cool. I love when mm-hmm. she returns, and she's just the most badass lady there is. I think that's what it is. I think that's why only we- only the female Klingons stood out to me, because male Klingons are just kind of rude and vicious, and I don't need men like that. Yeah, Fuck fair. those fair guys. Right. But the ladies like that, you can't get enough of them. Uh, so Groka, definitely on my list. And my last one I'm going to uh, put on my list is Laurel from Discovery. We talked about nice. Laurel on the way over here. She's great. I like Laurel a lot. She's very interesting. She makes Klingon culture very interesting in Discovery, whilst most of the rest of it is just a combobulated mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, shout outs to, like Caitlin said, uh, Cyrilla, who is also excellent. But she's
2: rude and vicious.
0: That's fine. Yeah, but
4: <laughs> fuck, Martok likes it so much.
0: <laughs> who was my other one? Uh, wasn't it wasn't Lurs, the Dura wasn't, w- wasn't Lursa and Bator?
4: Another lady Klingon, eh? Um, a lot
1: of Torres.
0: No. Oh, yeah, well.
1: She is uh, a lady. Gorkin's daughter, maybe?
0: Who, oh, yes, yes, Asifur. There we go. Burr was, was on there because she's also great. But what about Chris?
1: Uh, so before I start, special mention to older Alexander.
0: Oh, I was ex- I was counting on him being on your list, uh,
1: and he doesn't quite make it. He's close. I I, I delighted in young adult Alexander from DS Nine. I liked him. He was finding his way in the world in a awkward, nerdy, ridiculous way. Uh, I'm gonna but go. He's,
2: he is ex- he is by definition the worst Klingon. Because he sucks at all the Klingon shit. And
1: more power to him for that. Uh going to go with Krug.
2: Oh, yeah. Ah, the, I considered him.
1: The first modern Klingon, as I think Jake called him. Is it him? Krug or Kruge? Like,
2: I couldn't remember.
1: I do don't remember. They might yeah. kind of do both in the movie. Maybe. but um,
0: They tend to do that. You <laughs> know, <laughs> a Especially lot Shatner. Of,
1: yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of... Like, for all that Worf is very much responsible for the modern Klingon... Krug was definitely the starting point mm. you know they pretty much ignore TOS Klingon culture completely Yeah, and that's fine and makeup yeah oh
4: thank god
1: but but Krug is oh sort wait of, till
4: Enterprise Caitlin there's,
1: there's aspects of Krug oh no in like all Klingons after him in some way shape or form and also just as a kid who grew up on Back to the Future and Who Framed Roger Rabbit I have a huge <laughs> soft spot for Christopher Lloyd so
2: alright well let's move on I have had enough of Krug Dad. <laughs>
1: Uh, Martok, for all the reasons we've mentioned. Plus, I love his relationship with his wife. Yeah, like she is just so high and mighty, and he is here for it. Which is, yeah, they, they, they we kind of weird that annoyed him when Core did it.
0: How many of his balls does she step on? All oh, like, four. like, like yeah. fifteen of them.
1: Fano, <laughs> you know, and he's you know great for other reasons, but we hadn't specifically mentioned just how much he fucking loves her, which is great. And yeah, Kalar.
0: Oh, it's a sweep, sweep for Kalar.
1: Yay. She's pretty much the one that knocked Alexander off the list.
0: Good, good for her. She, as she should, as his beat mom.
1: her own progeny.
0: Good. She was a mistake bringing him into the world. Yes. <laughs> the one, the one thing you did badly, Kalar. Otherwise, we love you.
2: He grew up to be interesting. I mean, but she did a good job in in just dumping him on somebody else the first chance she should get. She well, gets.
1: she was killed, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, dumping the, her off on Alexander somebody. Alexander
1: probably would have turned out way less shitty if she'd raised him. That's, but then he uh, wouldn't
0: have almost made your list, Chris. That's true. Because then he'd be a typical, typical Klingon well, man, I which don't I don't like.
1: Raised by Kalar, though, she might have, you know, oh, maybe. made him sensible. Yeah, made a good But father. instead he was raised by the worst father, worst
2: Klingon.
4: Well, no, to be fair, he was... Raised by the Oshankos or whatever.
2: That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true, true, exactly. He was a piece of shit until he went to live with the Oshankos. And yeah. that's when he became tolerable. As yeah. As yeah. As, as yeah, that's true. He learned how to be a person as yep. opposed to being neglected by Worf.
4: Mm. Oh, Worf, you're the fucking worst. Brother, neglected bad by
2: bad Worf. Father. Traumatized by a Troy. <laughs> like, that poor kid.
4: Ugh, old titties. <laughs>
2: That weird fucking clown
4: thing.
0: Oh
2: god. Oh yeah, that weird head
4: in
1: the bubble.
2: That episode is so fucking weird.
0: Uh, so no Kern. I was expecting a Kern sighting.
2: Yeah, Kern's not that great though, because he doesn't show up a lot. I mean, I I love Tony Todd. Oh, that's what like, it is. Like, we love Tony Todd. Yeah, the actor is great. The performance is great. The characters
1: the uninteresting. The characters.
4: Eh. Which one's Kern again? War's brother. brother. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more like. The only reason we care about Kern at all is because oh, the actor's good enough. That yeah, mm-hmm.
4: because he gets so fucked over at the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: um, and that
0: just makes me hate Bashir, so. They just, yeah, but yeah, there are
1: so many fucking Klingons. Just...
0: There are a lot. And a lot, like, there's just so many because every time you see them in TNG, it's just a new set of just one-off Klingons yeah. that you barely get to see glimpses of. Yeah. You see them, there's tons of them in Discovery now. Mm-hmm. There's ton- There's a bunch of them in, like, Lower Decks. I don't think we've seen Klingons in Picard, and I've been curious. Yeah, no, Because I know, no. like, next season we're supposed to have Dorn, And what head are they going to give Michael Dorne?
2: Every- don't give him his normal head. For the Will whole they?
1: season, he just wears a headband to piss everyone off. There it is. Like, we can see that there's lumps underneath it, but we don't know exactly what the head looks like.
4: Wait, do you mean, like his first head or his second head? No, like, or do, like do a they a give Discovery. him a Discovery head? Why, why would they give him oh, that? Discovery's the past, though. Why yeah. would they do that? This is Because
0: other Klingons in the past still look like the Klingons we see in TNG and TOS. <laughs> well, we don't know. No, they're definitely going to make him look
4: like There's, he's always looked. Yeah, I was going
2: say, there could be different, see, this is the thing, right? So I think there could be different races of Klingons, you know? Because yeah, well, Kling- yeah. those the, the Discovery Klingons, not only do they have weird shaped heads, they're also bald. They grow
0: hair in season two.
1: Yeah, some of them do. uh, uh, Extra nostril noses, though. Um, There was actually a comic set sometime around then that did very firmly establish, like, it shows a shot of Kronos, and you've got TNG-looking Klingons, Discovery-looking Klingons, and smooth forehead Klingons walking around.
2: What the around. fuck? It's all just, you know, just, they just live on different areas of the planet.
1: Yeah.
0: That's bullshit. That is so not what the Discovery
2: showrunners are No, all the Discovery showrunners are, no, well, oh, show but... are dumb shits anyway, so...
1: But there should have been smooth head Klingons walking around.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know, another, uh, another honorable mention I want to Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Is, uh I think it's uh, Colonel Wharf? Is... <laughs> I said that to Caitlin. The, was, la- the guy from 6? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, look at it, like... Literally, he's got he's the fucking John Adams of true of the Klingons. That's he, true. He's got the tough job of defending the like the two hated most people. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And so, he had some fun ridges, he had some good ridges. Oh, yeah,
0: those are neat ridges. They look like plate like tectonic plates cr- not cr- crushing together.
2: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Well, looking forward to seeing more Klingons for sure. Mm-hmm. Will there be any in Strange New Worlds? I don't know. I'm... I'm
2: wouldn't be surprised. They'll Will probably they be, be smooth in? They'll probably be Discovery Klingons.
0: You think? Oh, yeah, because they're cause Cause ones the,
2: a spin It would be kind
1: of great if they did have a ship of just smooth Klingons, Kling- Klingons, complete with the terrible <laughs> sparkly
2: <Yep. laughs> cloth
1: bandoliers. I
2: wouldn't be disappointed if they just didn't do Klingons at all. Yeah, I don't have I to. Like they can't do Romulans yeah, we can't see Romulus. Well, oh, we could do what they did with the with. Oh, did you see this week's episode? Yes. Okay, so so we could do what they did with the um this week's alien. The, we'll say this week's alien because you know nobody we never seen no, so it. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah and yeah. no one's ever lived to to tell the tale.
4: Well, we know they sound different.
1: Yeah, but um no, but I think don't they like I they say there's just been no encounters since the treaty though. I think in
2: mm, that's true. Yeah, so they create whatever yeah, it's called. Country, They can't even see. Yeah,
1: it's head. not even just that they can't look at them, it's that they in theory shouldn't even run into them.
0: Mm. No, they'll do it and then they'll retcon it and say, Oh, well, this just never made it into the logs because they had to like it's just it's like going to Talos. If you talk about it, we kill you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Starfleet, what the hell? <laughs> oh, speaking of Starfleet, what the hell? We're gonna do some, <laughs> we're gonna do some new Voyager stuff next week. I'm sure it'll be more Episodes of Star Trek. <coughs> so the Voyager episodes for next week are going to be real life and distant origin. I remember both of them being good, so this should be a fun a fun week. Um...
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Thank
0: you, Jake. <laughs> um, we
3: that.
0: Yeah, there's there's a new Jurassic Park coming out. We intend we intend to do that as a ten forward pretty soon. Well, not that but act but Jurassic Park and then if any of us have seen the new ones we'll report back
2: I have not seen the new ones
0: I intend to because I want to catch up uh, what I also want to catch up on is all everything on our Tumblr. You can go catch up and see the Klingon post is going to be up there. You can see all the Klingons we picked and the screen grabs that I had to get. I'm going to have to find K-Vok out of that video game now. This You're will welcome. be interesting. Um, and also, all of our other great blog posts are all up on our Tumblr, Uh You can listen to all of our past episodes if we're on SoundCloud or any any podcast location. They all have all of our episodes there where you can listen to, you can like and subscribe and. Five stars, and all and all those works. You can hang out with us on Facebook and Twitter. You can tell all of your friends. Tell all the various Harry, uh, Harry Kims you see that he mm-hmm. should be listening to our podcast. Uh, until then, well, thank you, Harry Kim, for listening. This has been Haym. This has been Caitlin.
2: Jake!
1: Yeah, and this is always Chris.
0: Uh, Kapla What's something Klingons say? Yes, Kapla. <laughs>
1: Patach yes. poop
0: <sighs> Thank you the internet you're truly a area of horrors